You are listening to the drunk tank. Hosted by Gus Sarola. His guests are Bernie Burns. Jeff Ramsey and Joel Heyman. Oh, and Jack Patillo. Hey, you're listening to the drunk tank. <laughs> you're listening to the tone deaf tank. Did he forget to put in the, the, the like the instrument track or something? Well, fuck if I know. He's he's a true artist, acapella. No kidding. He's not did afraid he, to put himself out there. Did he forget to put in notes? Because <laughs> I didn't hear any. I think I heard one note. Hey, you pronounced my last name properly, so I'm cool with that. We're all drinking water this morning. What's up with that? Is everyone hungover? No? No, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Jeff's got some coffee. Jeff, Jeff went to a fancy-dancy fundraiser last night. I understood that he had to be taken out and purchased a full set of real clothes, right? <laughs> <laughs> this was a no-hoodie, yeah, well, no-paint-covered jeans. Nice, some nice pants. What did you wear to this fine evening out? Uh, uh, pants and a shirt and boots. What Now, what do pants mean? Boots. boots. Slacks. Like... Pants? I don't know. No, what the <laughs> fuck are they supposed to mean? <laughs> Can't you describe the outfit? Uh, yeah, I was wearing pants. Like, assume you and committed then, some crime. Uh, he's getting awful defensive for his clothing <laughs> choice. Assume you committed a crime and you had to identify yourself in a lineup, or you had to describe yourself okay, to a guy I, like sketching. Who who uh, committed the crime of being super awesome? It was the dude with pants and a shirt. Gus? <laughs> okay. I, I can't imagine why the police weren't able to find the people who broke in your house. <laughs> Gus? You're under arrest. I had a, <laughs> I had a button-up shirt on. What, was it like a pearl snap button? Uh, no, okay. no. So were you like a cowboy? Yes, you were wearing maybe it's... Yeah, it was pearl snap? Okay, well, well now we're narrowing it down. Okay. You know, just five minutes ago, Jeff told me he doesn't like when Joel's on the podcast because he can't finish stories. And here he is. I was dressed. I'm yeah. dressed you. I'm, I'm I was a, dressed. I'm gonna, a shirt, pants, and boots. I'm a... Like cowboy it. boots or like like Skechers? Like what kind of boots? Do Skechers make Skechers boots? boots? Well, I'm, what am I thinking of? Doc oh. Martens. I'm thinking oh. of Doc Martens. No, it's not 1994, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't wear my Doc Martens. Okay. <laughs> I didn't bring my time machine or my Doc Martens to the, to the so other So like, were they like snakeskin or were they Don't like Don't you wear pointed? bands every day of the week, though? <laughs> uh, I actually uh, I have, not, have not worn bands in quite a while. <laughs> With your Ray-Bans and your OP shirt? I'm, <laughs> I'm, wearing, I'm wearing Lakai shoes. Oh, Lakais are nice. Yeah, they went out of business, right? I don't know. I'm wearing that's why I'm so cheap. Fuck, check this out. I'm wearing Colhan, bitches. Like, Is that you say? Colhan? Uh-uh. That's how my wife says. My wife buys this stuff. You know, this this part of the podcast brought to you by Payless Shoe Store. <laughs> <laughs> if it helps, I'm wearing the pants I wore last night right now. Really? Oh, let's see. Oh, get stand up. Okay. Oh, look at Those you. Are nice. Those are nice. They're okay. Got a big old cup so, on the bottom. So you went out and bought dress pants that look like Dickies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, uh, they you, I had to buy them at Barney's for some reason. So they were, it was, Barney's? I was like, I could have bought a Dickies factory. You go to the domain? Yeah. Wow. I did take, Ben wanted to go shopping over the weekend. Get you, fancy. No, I just went because of Ben. <laughs> I have sure a very strong feeling that you're going to pay a lot of money for a pair of pants if you buy them in a store that's named after a Neil Patrick Harris character. Yes, <laughs> yes a lot. There, it was pretty bad. So yeah. how much was your pair of pants? Uh, expensive. Really? <laughs> They're like uh, 220 bucks. Wow! Yeah. Really? Yeah. I can expensive. see why you would wear them two days in a row. <laughs> exactly. You're down to 110 a day. Get used to them because you're going to see them a lot. In the next six <laughs> months. Oh, man. So did you have fun at the event? I did. I had a good time. Thanks for asking. Did you, did you get drunk? Uh, yeah, I did, actually, which I, I, I didn't intend to. I wasn't going to drink at all. Or did you make a fool of yourself? No, my wife made a bit of a fool of herself. Oh, yeah? what, what was the event, yeah. by the way? Uh, it was a fundraiser for my daughter's uh, school. So there are children running around? No, no. Okay. It, was a, it was like a French thing. You know, oh, you get, it's so, a French thing. 
Yeah, she like, goes to a French school. She goes to a French school. So it was like this uh, Parisian night out thing at a French restaurant called Justine's. I practice my French on Millie all the time. That's when true. Because I haven't been able to speak French to anybody in forever. So. And she goes, I'm not at school right now. Yeah, so she does. We don't she doesn't <laughs> like it. She also sees me and she goes, whenever she sees me, I say, hey, Millie. She goes, I can't go to a barbecue right now with you. I have to go somewhere. <laughs> she thinks I'm the guy that's like, if you see me, you have to go to a barbecue. Yeah, yeah. He's a barbecue peddler. That's pretty close. Then, right, then once she's 21, then it's Vegas. Replace barbecue with Vegas. That's yeah. exactly. I, I can't right, go, go to Vegas. Vegas with you right now. Speaking of which, we went to we went we to Vegas to after Vegas. E3. I love oh, it. Painful. Fucking awesome. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> so it evened out. That's why. Oh no, yeah, no. Actually, Bernie, no. Bernie made a lot of money. If I'm not mistaken, right? Bring it. You want to buy some pants? Fifteen hundred bucks up. Nice. Look at that. You could Fif- you could buy six pairs of pants with that. Thanks. To, <laughs> thanks to, yeah, I can have clothes for three weeks. <laughs> so. Thanks to this man here, he taught me how to play craps. Again, for some reason, I have to learn how to play craps every two years. Craps is such a fantastic game. Do you have game. to learn? Don't you just roll dice? Pretty much. That's it. Okay. You have to learn how to roll no, dice. You can, so he just learned again right now. <laughs> it, it, can be as, it can be as simple as just like like just rolling dice and just hoping so, like someone hits the same number again. Or you can play, there's like so many different things you can do in craps. That's what I like about craps. Like you can play it simple or you can play it complex. And so. Just Jack explaining that right there, I made $100. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the way that worked. So and, what... what what so, happens? I've never gotten close to a craps table. Okay, so is it like a checkerboard with numbers, like kind of like roulette? Cut the podcast. Let's go. Let's go <laughs> let's right, go to Vegas now. right now. Fucking money where your mouth is. I, I, I can't go to Vegas. I've got to go do something right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so look, the simplest way to explain craps is you throw a number, and the object is to throw that number again before you throw a seven. That's if you throw a seven, you crap out, and the, the dice. Move. So do you have to throw the numbers in a row, or could you roll no. like three, five, four, three, and then you win? If, if we get more specific, you have to throw a four, five, six, eight, nine, or ten. <laughs> There's a variation on it. There's a variation on it. But before you set what's called the point, okay? That's that's what the number is. That's okay. the number. So before the before you have a point, it's called you're coming out. And so you're rolling to see what your point is going to be. So the first of those numbers you roll is your point. Yes. Unless you roll a 7 or 11 and then you win right then. Okay. But once you hit a point, the object is to hit that same point again before you throw a 7. What if you hit two points? If you hit... Either oh you can't you no, just you win can. okay you can you kind get, you of. Have, if you have like a four and a five then if you roll like single four five four do you win yeah okay yeah, you would win so four as five four, you four, four, four five, again five. before you threw a seven gotcha and yeah. then you can then you can start playing individual numbers too like you could you could like pay money on the five and then if you throw a five even if that's not the point you can make money on that too but so how could five not be the point. Well, whatever the point is, it's, that's going to be the point until you you hit the point or until you crap out. Okay, so, another hundred bucks. Crap out? <laughs> really? Is that what it's called? Crap out. You crap out and, move, and the dice move. So hmm. anyway, it's 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 actually a pretty simple game, but you can lo- you can get more and more advanced into it and make more money that way. And uh, Bernie Bernie and Jordan actually did really really well. Can you count the dice? Jordan can roll. <laughs> jo- Jordan rolled sixes. Non-stop. Non-stop. She rolled like 10 sixes. If you ever need a character for D&D, just bring my wife over. She rolled non-stop sixes. It was awesome. She might be the devil, now yeah. that I think about it. <laughs> and, and you can do all those like, individual bets. Like You can literally bet that someone will roll double sixes. Someone will roll double fours. Like Those are much higher odd, yeah. odds we, bets. You can we, do like, we, individual we bets. We should have had your wife on the Atari Kid shoot to fucking roll the, <laughs> roll the three sixes into the camera. Roll the dice. I will say one thing about Vegas right now. We did go on a Tuesday night. We did. After E3. So what happened was I went out for the Microsoft press conference when they announced uh, apparently Connect. Everything Connect. <laughs> apparently Connect. And Halo 4 and Halo CE anniversary. And so then we went from – and we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, more depth. But we, I, I was coming back and I said, 
I'm going to fly to Vegas. I think we talked about this on the podcast before, but we determined that flights from L.A. to Vegas were 29 bucks. Yeah, I think it was $79 total round trip for me from L.A. back to L.A. Only in the airlines could you do 29 each way and then have that equal 78. Exactly. Well, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Dude, you're exactly right. That and when you – I don't know. Was there something else like that when you buy something and it's just – Ridiculous fees piled on. Rented a car. A hotel is the same way in car. Yeah. yeah. But the funny thing for Dude, me. That's, that's actually true. I've never. They tell you when you reserve a car online how much it's going to cost. It's never What's that close. You've gotten to that. Not close at all. You can literally go and be like, all right, I'm going to rent this car for three days. It's going to be $120. And then when you go to pay, they're like, all right, that'll be $463. And you're like, <laughs> You can even okay. you can even prepay now the amount yeah. that they tell yeah. you. Say, oh, this is perfect because then they can't rack it up. Nope. Somehow they owe them <laughs> yeah. another night. Yeah, they'll be like, oh yeah, you still owe us fucking yeah. fifty dollars or whatever. But then it was crazy that the the cheap flight was so awesome. But it was actually it was more expensive for me to go from downtown L.A. to the airport via taxi round trip than it was to fly to Vegas. Wow. It, it was, it you should have flown from downtown LA know, to, the, to the airport, taking a helicopter to the airport to go to Vegas. That was it was like a, it was like one hundred and ten bucks round trip to oh, go from downtown. God. To L.A. or to, to the airport, and then it was like it, it was like seventy nine bucks to get to Vegas in a cab, and then to get yeah yeah, and then and then also to get from the airport in Vegas to my hotel included in the price of the flight, it would have been cheaper than going downtown. And L.A. stupid. We haven't brought, we <laughs> haven't brought this up yet, but Jack lost three hundred dollars, three hundred bucks. Right? But I also like I, I just kept going. Like Bernie went to bed because so, he had a like four a.m. flight, and I had a, I had an eleven a.m. flight. So, uh, so you just kept digging yourself in that hole? Yeah. Well, I mean, you make friends at the table and you just keep playing. It was like, whatever. I, honestly, I will say it was the first time ever a pit boss has pulled me off afterwards. Like, once I was leaving, he's like, hey, man, can I do anything for you? You want breakfast? Anything like that? It was like, the first time he ever, like, he came up to me. And it, was, it was actually really cool. I was like, oh, thanks. But, did you get his card? No, I didn't. Did, did he, I, I'm, he, I'm, I'm such small potatoes. He felt no bad. He took your money? No, I mean, I mean, we played for what? Probably six hours, or I played for probably about six hours. I only, I only lost three hundred bucks, and I probably drank about three hundred Coronas. <laughs> so this is what I was going to say earlier: is that we went on a Tuesday, in, you know, middle of the week. But Vegas is very clearly down right now. Not many people are going to Vegas. Right? Cab drivers told me that. Dealers told me that. And you can see, like, some of the tables where we were. They they were shut down. You yeah, know, they, not, were, they shut down our table a couple times. Yeah, we had to move a couple times because they were just closing down tables and moving hmm. it, just consolidating people. In basically. fact, there was at one point where I have this thing, and let me let me ask you guys what your philosophy is on this. Let's say you're walking by a roulette table, okay? Okay, you're oh. familiar with roulette, right? <laughs> I, I, I know where you're going. Everybody's familiar with roulette, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay, Jeff, you're walking by. There's a board in which they display. I wouldn't be walking by it, but okay, <laughs> for the sake of this conversation, sure. All the previous rolls they've had or spins they've okay. had. Okay, you see that the last five have been all red numbers. What okay. do you think about that? What will the next number be if they're what on a streak on? of of five reds in a row? I would think, uh, if I saw that, that no matter what I picked would be the wrong answer. <laughs> I would keep walking. You really would? Yeah, I have no desire to ever bet or gamble. Gus, what would you say on that? I'd go with the streak. You go, you with. go with the streak? Yeah. See, you're, I, I think that's like an optimistic thing. I'm a pessimist. I would bet against the streak. I know. And so that's what happened was we saw, was it five blacks in a row? Uh, five, yeah, blacks in a row. Five yeah, blacks five in blacks in a row. row. So we actually stood up from our blackjack table to go bet. At the uh, roulette table, and that actually caused a big stir. Yeah, the pit boss kind of popped up, and was like, "Oh, excuse me," because we were playing two tables at that point in time, and like they had to uh, they had to come over and approve our bet. That's well, a, that's a thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Apparently, we we had violated some rule of the casino. <laughs> Standing up, <laughs> you, from, you all were too big of a high yeah. roller. 
Like you're playing multiple tables. <laughs> yeah, we got we're like That's uh, why they're closing tables on you, trying to shuffle you guys away. Yeah, and then we took our private jet back to Dubai. But anyway, that. what happened, Bernie, when when the uh, the five blacks were up? Oh, I won $100. I, I won an extra $50. So you both bet red? Yeah, we both bet against it and both hit it. But collectively, Jack and I won a pair of pants. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> we won one pant leg in the crotch area. That's nice. great. And that's about it. No, Vegas is awesome, though. What's like, wrong with you? <laughs> so happy we talked about my pants now. Oh, man. It could be an office meme for, like, the next three weeks. <laughs> but uh, we, had, we had an awesome steak. I had a Kobe steak. I'd never had a Kobe steak before. I, I took Jack out to my dinner. No. Yeah. Wow. It was very, very tasty. And a Kobe filet mignon. Dude, that's the greatest thing about Vegas is how many awesome restaurants there are there. No, yeah. you know what's awesome? The service there was awesome. Like, we had waiters coming up and constantly asking, like, are you okay? What can I do for you? They brought out free food. Well, you said they're slow. I mean, they're, it was great. <laughs> yeah, but like, they're right. trying they, to justify they, their jobs. They brought yeah. us free appetizers as a welcome to the restaurant. Wow. It was awesome. Like, you, know, you know what does that? Uchi. You ever yeah. been to Uchi? Oh, yeah. No. They would just walk around like while you're waiting and be like, would you like Because normally whatever? you're waiting. Yeah, well, if you make a reservation, you don't mm. have to, but... That's really cool. I wish more restaurants did what? that. That's a good place to wait, though, right? Just it's a hang very, around. very good place to wait. And hang where, where did you all uh, stay when you were in Vegas? I stayed at the Mandalay Bay. I stayed at the hotel, mm-hmm. which is an offshoot of Mandalay Bay. Yeah. But I've never stayed there before. Mandalay's actually really nice, no, man. Fuck that place. I know. It's way Dude. the hell out there, right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's pretty far south. But I actually, I never left the hotel. I, I only you know, showed up at the hotel and, like uh, via taxi and left via taxi. And yeah, I, I just had that bad experience that one time when we went for the GameStop Manager's Conference. Where uh, we, I had a bunch of idiots having a party in the middle of the night in the oh, room was that next you to and me. Joel when you went out there? Mm, yeah, Joel was there, but he wasn't. I mean, what, I think was that the one I showed up at, or was that something different? I don't know. Was that Probably, Matt? Yeah, I don't think you just showed up at the GameStop manager. No, no, no actually, I, I no, did. Was, I did at one did. point uh, for like when I was working for the old it, video it, game it, company oh, I worked oh, for. Right, right, it must have been right. that one. Was it that one? Yeah, that's the only time I think we went to the one in Vegas. Okay. Yeah, it was funny because GameStop bought EB Games and. They have these managers' conferences where they bring all the retail managers from all their stores. So it can be, depending on how many stores the companies have, anywhere between like five and 6,000 people. So these managers' conferences where they learn about your products and all this stuff. It's a big managers' conference. And uh, GameStop always had theirs in Grapevine, Texas. Beautiful Grapevine. Part of the, yeah, part of the Dallas Metroplex. And EB Games always had theirs in Vegas, Las Vegas. And so it was a big... Uh, you wonder why one went out of business. Yeah. <laughs> why one bought the other, right? Well, when they consolidated, the first year after they consolidated, it was in Grapevine. Then after that, they moved it to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was, I remember that first year when they moved everybody to Grapevine for it. I, there was a lot of disappointed yeah. people. I don't, I don't think it's in Vegas anymore. I think they moved it back to Grapevine. No, they I think one they, in like San Antonio, right? Yeah. Of the I think, dolls I think you're right. I think they moved to San Antonio. Oh, yeah, that's when we, remember that's when we shot the frag dude thing is because yeah. they were down in San Antonio. Well, how the fuck did we miss that? That's a party. San Antonio? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go down to the Riverwalk. Yeah. Yeah. Watch a Spurs game. I, you know, there's people listening from San Antonio. I know because they came from to RTX. So we yeah. actually, I like San Antonio. I just never, for whatever reason, go. Nah, fuck that city. I, I fucking can't stand San Antonio. Have you ever really? been down to the Riverwalk on a nice Mi- spring day or fall day? Yeah. Oh, really? You yeah. don't like it? Yeah. Nah. I don't like it at all. No. Maybe that. You mean that chemically colored water? In the <laughs> well, you go at night when the lights are the trees. Yeah, you I've, know what? I've seen lights. Maybe maybe you just didn't have the right pair of pants. <laughs> maybe. Maybe now oh, you're it. prepared to enjoy the real world. Go and eat at Dick's on the water. Have a lovely time. <laughs> That's why you have a problem. You're going to eat at Dick's. God, stop going to eat Dick's. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about San Antonio is that uh, that fucking Cloak and Dagger movie. 
was filmed there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Coleman, they also have it. a massive Air Force base, don't they? Several. They, they have three. Yeah. yeah. Unless like, they consolidated, but yeah, they have three. And uh, Army base, too. Sam Houston. That is the U.S. Air Force capital of the world, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that My brother-in-law is about to be in basic training there. Wow. Really? He's going into the military? Yeah, he's going to the Air Force. Really? Oh, so not the military. Sorry. You can hear the bombs coming right now. <laughs> They're showing a Tomahawk missile your picture. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the guy. <laughs> so, what is the, so what's the story? He's going to the military? Dead is the story, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's... Sorry, I'm, gonna, I'm Joel in it today. What, 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 is, Joel what today. is the story? I mean, he just decided... He, uh, it uh, turns out not, not a lot going on in Germany right now. He, so he uh, wanted to move back to America. And uh, so he joined the Air Force because he'll move his family to America and he'll have a steady job when he gets here. That's so, cool. Yeah. Does his wife have a citizenship yet? She's dual citizen. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I think they both are, actually. So... Like, yeah. could you, if you are an American, I always hear about other people having Thank dual you. citizenship. Uh-huh. So, Jeff, let's say that you, as an American, a very proud American. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for your support. Yeah. If you wanted to go get dual citizenship in Germany, could you do that? I don't often hear about Americans doing that. I, th- it, I think it would have to be a situation like they're in where uh, you would have to marry a German citizen. And then work it out. I don't know how easy it is. I know it took them a while to, to work it all out. Yeah, but I've never, honestly, I've never met an American who has dual born American and then got dual citizenship somewhere else. Yeah, I think I think America, they like, like, if you you want to become a citizen somewhere else, they just, like, revoke your American citizenship typically. Right. right. What, what about, yeah. what about like those people? We're, like, all or nothing kind what of What about country? all those people who, like, yeah. said they moved to Canada if George Bush got elected again? What happened to those people? They are fucking very happy in uh, Saskatchewan right now. Right? <laughs> They're speaking Canadian. Yeah. So, They're you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say right now, I'm going to set out to get dual citizenship in some other country. I'm going to do, do it you right care now. which country? No. I'll take suggestions. <laughs> I know, yeah. I don't something know. Something not fucked up. Something that has food. I think it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to learn a new language. I think it's probably going to be hard. You might be able to get something at the Cayman Islands. Is, yeah, for, is, for, like, for like, Caribbean. <laughs> something that the IRS wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't flag me for. How about that? There's something in the Caribbean, like Turks and Caicos or something fun like that. What do you, if you're from Turks and Caicos, are you Turkish or Turk, Turk, Turks and Caicos? <laughs> Keep going. What are you? <laughs> Kikilin, I don't know. I have no idea. Don't look at me. I don't. You've Jesus been there, Christ. haven't you? Didn't you? Like, yeah, I've been there, but I don't, I've never. I don't you, know, you, you I don't know if I actually do. met anyone born and raised I, in the Turks. So you've been I could, there, but you don't know everything there is to know about the place yet? Yeah, imagine that. How, what the, how does that happen? How much are pants in Turks and Caicos? <laughs> yeah, Probably very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's two things that Gus, or Jeff doesn't like. When we have a joke that we can make fun of him for, and repeated humor. He doesn't I, like either I, of those things. I'm not a huge fan of repeated humor. <laughs> I'm true. a big fan. I, lo- I love repeated humor. Let's fucking run, run shit into the ground. Hey, before we get away from Vegas, can we talk about so, that bar you and Jordan took me to? How badass was that Holy bar we took you to? Holy shit. So we went to this bar at the hotel. What was it called? The hotel. It's called the Mi- uh, it's called it? Mix. The bar? No, it's just, <laughs> called, it's just called Mix. Mix. And it was on the 64th floor? Yep. Of this hotel? Yep. And it's like a, a view of downtown Vegas that's amazing. Or the strip on Vegas, not downtown Vegas. That was insane. I've got a photo of it. It's just like – and there was no one there except for like some bachelorette party. That looked very sad. One of them looked like a 40-year-old Barbara, one of the girls in there. That was – Jack yeah. was saying, we keep looking at that woman. Stop looking at that woman. I said, I just can't get over the fact it looks like Barbara in like 30 years. Barbara's not 10. Barbara's 20. <laughs> so, in, in 20 years. But uh, yeah, it's really cool because at the top of that hotel um, – there's that bar, which is actually kind of the waiting area for a restaurant they have there, which is this awesome restaurant called – I want to say it's called Mix as well. And it's, <laughs> That's not uh, confusing at all. No, yeah. it's, it's actually called Mix as well. 
Mixes as well. And uh, the entire restaurant is white. Like, everything is white. The walls are white. The decorations are white. The tables are white. The place settings are white. Except they have red glasses. Like, that's their water glasses, red. That's right. Stand out. Probably so you can see it. What did the director (laughs) Labor Day? (laughs) (laughs) They just shut down. So that place, yeah, that place is really cool. I yeah. mean, in, in general, Vegas is very fun. I mean, you have a lot of cool clubs, and people are definitely there to have a good time. You don't find anybody in the corner sulking yeah. in Vegas, typically. But I think I spent, like, 14 hours in Vegas from wheels up to wheels, or wheels down to wheels back up. It was, it was awesome. Oh, I want to say I was there about nine hours. Wow. Yeah, about that, because I yeah. wanted to get here. You, know, you, know, you went there. Jack went, you went there, and then had to go back to E3? I went back to E3. I, 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 God, that was the worst. So I... I I think I left the floor at about 7 a.m. And actually, I called my girlfriend back in Austin, and just I, apparently I was super, super chipper because it was 9 a.m. and she was going to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I slept for two hours, and uh, thankfully she called me and made sure I woke up because there was no chance in hell I was going to do it on my own. And I sounded like death. Like in that two hours of that, that sleeping, I, I sounded like that. Wait, then, you slept for two hours in Vegas? In Vegas. Okay. My flight out was like 11.40, so I went to bed at like 7 a.m., woke up at you know 10 a.m., and then went to the airport. Would you want to talk about the, the taxi trip and how it's mysteriously longer from the, the airport? <laughs> yeah. What do you, I, did I talk to you about that? Yeah, we talked about it. The, so the the Manly Bay is like across the street from the airport. Yeah. This like, is the greatest magic trick ever pulled. And it's pulled on about 800 people a day. Go ahead. All right. So the Manly Bay is like, I mean, it's the closest you can get to the airport from, you know, from, from downtown or whatever. And somehow, the somehow the taxi trip... From the the airport takes about five times longer to get to your hotel than it does to get back to the airport. How much was your How much was your taxi ride? So here's the deal: when you land and you catch a cab from the airport to go to your hotel, Gus, you've done this before. Mm-hmm. It takes like 20 minutes, and you go this back way around the strip. Yeah. But then when you go from the hotel to the airport, you literally go one block, turn at the Tropicana, and there's the airport. <laughs> I, how? What is that? Yeah, Why would work? you? Why does the trip take three times as long to the hotel when you're it's, arriving? They know you, they're trying to get your money before you get to the casino floor. Yeah. Then when you're leaving, you don't have much left, so they're fucking they yeah. know you'll straight argue, narrow. They know you'll argue about the money yeah. at the end of the trip. When you get there, you're like, woo, Vegas. Now, I wish there was a stat to see how many people like just ditch their taxi at the airport leaving Vegas. Like how many people don't have any money left and they just run. Yeah, because you know, there's not a lot of law enforcement at the airport to stop no, you or anything. No. Or in Las Vegas in general. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to pull any shenanigans in Vegas. No, no. Did, you see, there was a weird video a couple weeks ago I saw of like some dude dressed up as Batman in Vegas oh, getting yeah. into a fight with some other dude. The other <laughs> yeah. dude like body slams him. Yeah. What was the other dude dressed up as? A tourist. <laughs> a redneck. Oh, okay. In a muscle shirt. Did Batman win? No. <laughs> no, Batman was like doing weird karate moves, like very showy. And the other dude just wanted to fuck him up. Yeah. Oh, really? It was like, it was like the Bane episode, or you did, and then like smashed his back. Yeah, and then he got back up and did one of those wobbly walk around things. It was awesome. You know, Bane is going to be in the new Christopher Nolan Batman really? movie, right? Did you, yeah. You don't follow comics at all? Oh, I know, I know what Bane is. I, I don't, I don't typically, follow, I don't follow comics, but I know who Bane is. He was in Batman was, and Robin, also. Oh, right, yeah, he was. That was. Well, you can't hold that against the franchise. There were like, like, like thirty villains in that movie too, right? There was a bunch, yeah. Poison Ivy and uh, Mr. Freeze and Bane. Oh, Mr. Freeze. And the Riddler. And Joel Schumacher. <laughs> Joel Schumacher is the biggest villain. He by far was. And, and Nipples, for some reason. And their gaffer. That, but, uh, that movie has... Is that the one where they're ice skating? Yeah. 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 There are so many wobbly icicles in that movie. 
don't know if you, if you ever have you ever seen them. They're, they're, they're like they're obviously like rubber or something, and they're all just like flapping around. Like someone hits a wall and everything shakes. Yeah. Also, Craft Services was a big villain in that movie. <laughs> Alicia Silverstone. Oh, she yeah. lost that battle very early on. <laughs> Forgot about that. This is like yeah. 1994 all over again. Yep. Good God. But anyway, we were out in Los Angeles for E3, which was fantastic. Like, I had a lot of fun at E3. Guys, you guys did a podcast last week during E3 while it was going on. What was the coolest thing that you guys saw? The, oh, co- the coolest thing from E3? No, yeah. they, they, no they, were, they did the podcast on Monday. So that yeah. was No, like, I know. Like, you guys were talking while the press conferences were going on. We, yeah, we actually recorded, like, right before they started. I think we wrapped up right when, they, right when the press yeah, conferences was, started. You texted them during the, the uh, podcast. No, what I'm saying is, exactly. They did a podcast while so they were going to see. So what, yeah. what have you seen since then? Oh, they, okay. they haven't okay. even talked about it since um, then. I guess it was a pretty lackluster E3 all around, I thought. I like to see the Halo 4 announcement and the... Uh, Halo Anniversary Edition, Battlefield 3 continues to look awesome. Battlefield 3 is amazing. There was nothing surprising or new. I think, yeah, I mean, nothing really caught me off guard. The coolest thing might have been Mass Effect 3's Connect voice recognition stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah the Gunsmith thing I thought was kind of cool in the Ghost Recon. The Gunsmith thing? Where they, they were, like, customizing oh, their Ubisoft stuff yeah. with their hands. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of cool, I thought. But it seems I was like, like it'd be cool for five minutes. Yeah, I could do it faster on my controller, I felt yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. But, uh... PS Vita was like, woo, you know. <laughs> dude, were you another watch, handheld that's going to sit on a shelf two weeks after you buy it? <laughs> did you watch the Sony press conference? Did anyone actually stream yeah, it? Yeah, did, we did watched you, them all. Man, when when they announced AT and T exclusivity with uh, that was the Vita, fun. it was like, ooh, you were in the audience. <laughs> for no, no, I was listening. I was, I was watching it online. But uh, man, that's you never want that at a giant press conference where you're trying to impress people. Like audible sighs and boos. Hey, not to get away from uh, E3, but did you read this morning that uh, EA has pulled out of Steam? Yeah, yeah, really it's crazy. Yeah, whoa. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't they? Why would you, if you were going to have online distribution, why would you put a retail layer in front of that where you have a retail partner to do it? EA can handle their own distribution. That's yeah, well, they announced that Origin service. Yeah. So. Uh, the, you know, do you know how depressing that is to me? <laughs> that, they that? T- that they took uh, the old Origin name and now it's just a d- delivery method? So that's like the leg- legacy. This was uh, the studio that I played as a kid growing up was Origin Systems, which is an Austin, Texas-based studio. And they made the Ultima series purchased by EA. So now apparently the Origin.com, this is what they eventually did with it is now – it's now a, re- a delivery service for uh, downloadable it's games. Richard Garriott's baby, right? Yeah, 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 Richard Garriott, yeah. And so that's like, it's just weird, like, something from my youth that was really important to me now ends up as just like a marketplace. Oh, don't worry. I'm sure they're going to totally disassociate it from the old origin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like that's what they're doing with, like, the like all the assets from that, right? You right. know, yeah. the, like the domain and the trademark for it, the name origin. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny. On the way back uh, to Austin from L.A. from E3, I ended up sitting next to a guy from Retro. And we were talking about game studios and stuff, and uh, he actually he pointed out someone else on the plane who was the president of another game studio, and we got to talking, and we talked about just Austin development and how it's changed, and really there's like two, there were two classes of game developers in Austin. There was the Origin guys, the, the Garriott guys, and then Iguana. Do you remember the Iguana oh, guys? Oh, I forgot yeah, about yeah. Iguana. They yeah. made Turok. They made Turok, and they, they NBA did NBA Jam, Jam yeah. and uh, they worked with Acclaim. And then like those companies are now kind of broken off, but like every, you can always trace back people to those two companies. And it's, it's not as like like that much anymore, but um, it's kind of cool. They can literally track everything back to that. But now we've got you know now Austin is a very like MMO heavy community for some reason. Like we've got uh, Star Wars, we've got Blizzard has a call center here. Mm-hmm. And, I think uh, Sony Online has some yeah, stuff here too as well. Here, yeah, DC yeah. Universe Online's here, and so well you know big I mean, THQ headquarters here. 
we love Austin, but Austin is definitely a secondary market for a lot of industries. Yeah. And the video game industry is no no exception to that. And so MMOs tend to be a very talent-heavy you know, they drain talent pools pretty quickly because you need a lot of people yeah. to support them for a long time. And so they, they just go into other markets. So luckily, Austin's here has a lot of ton of creative but That's awesome an interesting people. way to think about it. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And so they go into other markets to find stuff. I mean, I, I like They, they churn here so they don't cannibalize their, <laughs> their other cities. Or it just gets, like, tough. I mean, it's, you know, did, speaking of which, did Blizzard announce anything in E3 or show anything in E3? No, typically they've, they've kind of withdrawn to BlizzCon. It's where yeah. they do their announcements and stuff now. Firelands coming out pretty soon. Maybe next week. They're saying, "Wow, I like that model." <laughs> are you are you out? Are you out completely? I'm, I'm totally out. Oh man, you like the model where you have your own event and you announce your own stuff there? Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I mean, this E3, this big glut thing. I mean, we were there. It is hard. We're asking you guys what you saw here back at the office mm-hmm. because you have a better view of it than what we do, and we're yeah. there. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't saw. I got I got an appointment to go check out. Uh, Darkness 2 and uh, XCOM and uh, Bioshock. And, dude, Bioshock looks insane. Like, they actually showed some, like, behind-closed-doors gameplay stuff. That game looks amazing. Did Rockstar have a presence there? They, I did not see them there. I was expecting them to announce GTA V. Me too. I was expecting something, but no. Man, I thought the best thing I saw out of E3, now that I think about it, was Sean64's video. I was hoping someone would bring that up. God, I, I walked damn. past what he's talking about. It's like I'd like to point out, too, by the way, that we Achievement Hunter couldn't get into E3 this year. Like we Because you're, oh, you're not professional. We're, no, even we, though yeah. we've been for, like, fucking five years now yeah. or something. And uh, we, you know, Jack got in through other means, but uh, because it's an, it, we're not professional enough to get in. Because we, I, I, forget, I forget what the actual term was, but yeah, we applied for E3 and they, they initially denied us. Well, Achievement Hunter got denied, Rooster Teeth Hunter. got in. Rooster Teeth got in. But uh, <laughs> fucking, that video, Gus will link it in the link dump, from Sean64 is great. It's, they had a, a thing, uh, one of the features there was you could jump in a bouncy was, castle. It was someone's booth, right? Yeah, yeah, somebody's booth was that you could jump in a bouncy castle with a hot chick. And it's basically Sean watching dudes jump around with a hot chick in a bouncy castle for like 30 <laughs> seconds. And he goes, only industry professionals. Yep. <laughs> Very professional event. I, I was kind of shocked. What, you know, what was that booth for? You said you saw it, it right? Was, it was it was like the outskirts of E3. It was one of was those. Was it like Kintia Hall or something? No, I mean it was it was on the edge. I think of the North Hall, but or the South Hall. I, I forget what it was, but it was just some smaller developer. I think it was like if you jump in if you jump in the thing with the girl, you get like a, your name and a bin to draw out a prize. Or yeah, something. they were given. I think I heard in the video they were giving away a fifty-five inch TV. Yeah, it's just like what? <laughs> it's, really? I don't know. It makes me think. We you know years ago. Got me before Rooster Teeth. We used to talk about going to E3 and trying to get a booth where we just basically had an empty booth with you know velvet rope all around it and a couch and a, and a bodyguard, <laughs> and a bodyguard at the and velvet like, rope. Yeah, like a, a guard with a with a with a list, and, and he would let just, us in to drink on the couch, but no one else. And just oh. bottles of bottles of Jack Daniels. That, right? That's yeah. the uh, that's the Bethesda booth. <laughs> Bethesda has it down, man. They, it's like they literally have a door to get into their booth, and it's like you could see all this cool shit behind it. But it's like unless you have an appointment to get in, you do not get into that booth. You we actually, else, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Bro. No, I was gonna say we actually used that idea. Do you remember? Did what, we? What we used that for? No. The couch idea? No. Remember for uh, when they asked me to keynote South by Southwest? Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. And so the stupid thing now they do for keynotes at events is they, they usually just have two people sitting there and they have one person interviewing the person. I don't, so, I don't, I don't understand that. why that's a keynote at yeah. all. And so they had these couches there up on stage. And so I said, okay, instead of uh, using that for an interview, I'll just do the speech and then 
Gus and Jeff came up on stage and just sat there reading newspapers while <laughs> on stage while I was giving my keynote. They just oh, sat there the entire time. That's awesome. What did you guys read? The Wall Street Journal. <laughs> yeah, it was the Wall Street Journal. Nice. I was checking on pork belly futures. But, man, E3 has returned to the spectacle it once was. I will say that. I saw more booth babes there than I've seen at any convention I, ever. I, I liked your booth babe video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's God, man, it, it's funny how awkward guys are in public. Like, all, like I, I made it a point anytime I, like, I shot this video, and so every time I, want, like, I was going to shoot, a, like, a booth bay, I'd be like, excuse me, do you mind if I shoot a video for my website? And typically they're like, yeah, that's no problem. And afterwards, I'd always thank them. Like, thank you very much. I appreciate it. But you see these guys just walking up. He's not saying anything, awkwardly taking a photo, like, looking down, taking another photo, and then walking away, not saying anything. It's just like, come on, really? This shows some, some form of respect. Yeah. How do you even see up the skirt from that angle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get it. Anyway, that there was there was a freeze frame issue with our last video. By the way, <laughs> YouTube kind of nuts. How uh, how about you, Bernie? What was the best thing you saw from come from E three? Well, I, I primarily went to I, I went out there more for meetings, mm-hmm. um, which are always fun. Yeah, they're uh, the best. And then um, uh, I was at the Microsoft press event, which really was very connect heavy. I, I'd say at the entire Microsoft Xbox press event. The only things that didn't mention Connect were Gears of War three, featuring Ice T, uh, the Halo Anniversary Edition, and then the Halo Four announcement at the end. No, and COD, right? Um, did but COD Modern, mention Modern Connect? Maybe because it was 3. it was first. Maybe yeah. I wasn't yeah. like maybe I wasn't tracking it. That's then. They, they opened the show with Modern Warfare. Yeah, 3. so so Modern Warfare three. Yeah, didn't as well. Which looked great, by the way. I thought you didn't like because it, it was another raft sequence. You said, but I liked it. Yeah, I thought that was uh, weird. I, I, yeah. I, had, I had the same. Think about it. Like it seemed like the raft was also pivotal in the Modern Warfare Two trailer, so it seemed weird for them to use it again in Modern Warfare Three. And it was kind of the same thing, where the guy's like on one side and he shifts weight to the other. Yeah, it looked very, very similar. But I mean, yeah, like it, it was kind of reminiscent of the uh, the very first Modern Warfare, the Modern Warfare One demo they did, where you start in a helicopter, you end up on a boat, boat sinking, you have to jump off the boat. It was kind of like that, where it's like you start underwater and then you're on a sub and then you're on a raft. I kind of like that they're moving. You know, it's kind of like. Different environments on the same level. That's, when, that's when they cool. come up out of the water in that bit, though, and you're in an American city that's getting bombed. Yeah, it's pretty goddamn cool. I haven't seen that yet. I yeah. should watch it. You should definitely watch it. And hey, listen, it's Modern Warfare, man. Call of Duty. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know yeah, what I mean? I agree with that. They yeah. basically have two franchises running simultaneously. You know, for Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have they have two separate ones. So what the hell? I mean, how many games do they have on the 360 now? Well, all of them, because Call of Duty Classic is on. So every yeah, Jesus, that's got to be like six. six so Call, like Call of Duty, Duty Call of Duty Two, Call of Duty Three, three Call of Duty Four, Modern, Modern Warfare, Warfare uh, World at War, Modern Warfare Two, Black, Black Ops. Ops. So that's seven. Did they have seven. any of the other ones like the Red Line? No, or any, none of those. Those are all original Xbox. But so so seven Call of Duty games. Yep. I wonder what's the franchise has the most games on the 360. Probably Need for Speed. I think. Madden. Like one of those yearly ones, Need right? For, Need for yeah. Speed puts out two two games a year. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Madden doesn't do that. Speed of Need for Speed, I went to the EA press conference, and Need for Speed: The Run looks awesome. It's weird that you can get out of the you can get out of the car now. Well, Is that the one? You can, but it's it's all scripted stuff. Like it you get like, out for quick time events. Yeah, right? like quick time events. But I mean, like yeah, but it's a fucking <laughs> car well, racing game. But, but the, the whole idea is like a Cannonball Run style, where it's like you're going from San Francisco to New York City, and the demo they showed was a, it was like a race, like a typical race, and then all of a sudden, like the, the Mob is also chasing you for some reason, of course. And like this car gets T-boned, the guy falls out of the car, is being shot at, he's running. Cops show up, he beats the shit out of a cop, takes the cop car, finishes the race in a cop car. 
it was just like, holy shit. I, I will say. It was awesome. I don't know that I care about getting out of the car, but the idea of a cannonball run or gumball rally type thing in yeah. a racing game is a really fucking cool Yeah, idea. when you said cannonball run, you had me sold. Okay. Yeah. It is. It, I mean, like, the demo was like, wow. And it's stern, it's, but fair. It's, uh, it's black box, so those are the guys up in Vancouver. It's not the Criterion guys, but it looked very reminiscent of, like, uh, uh, what was it? Hot Pursuit. Yeah. Like, it was very, Hot very. Hot Pursuit's great game. Yeah. So. L A T J V I S. Latvia. Do you remember that? <laughs> Jackass <laughs> bit. Yeah. Gumball rally thing. God, that seems like so much fun. Yeah. We should do that. We should. Yes, for a month? I, I can yeah. I can free up some space. How's your driving record? It's good right now. I might pretty good too. I can take a couple tickets. Yeah. They couldn't slow me down. <laughs> Joel, Joel couldn't. No. no, Joel could not. Joel could not. Nor. nor Joel's in just snow on the ground. He yeah. couldn't take that either. He'd get about a quarter of the way through the country and stop. Oh, yeah. Should we talk about Joel did, also? I, yeah. Did you guys give him shit because he canceled another Vegas trip on us? <laughs> well, he was so busy sitting here at the office not working on the, what he <laughs> The best part of that was the day after he canceled it, like, we knew you were going to be furious. Yeah. Bernie and I had him half convinced to go to Vegas that weekend. <laughs> yeah. Close. We're this close to getting him to go out on a Friday night. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now I will, I will I will admit Joel had something come up, but it was something where it's like you have something coming soon. It wasn't. It's it's got to be during Vegas. It's like, it will come up soon. It could have been two weeks from the day, or it could have been like the days we were in Vegas. And it was probably something that he could have dealt with via email. It still hasn't come up, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? The, so. the, 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 he's dedicated. He does, he he, does, he wants to be available for not having fun. In. No, I, I totally, I, I, I totally understand. I love Joel's death, but he's the most pessimistic guy on the planet yeah. Earth. He is not going to be happy we, until the meteor is heading towards Earth, and you can see it in the sky. He'll point at it and go, "See, I told you." He'll smile, and then we'll all be dead. No, replace meteor with financial crisis, financial <laughs> meltdown. Well, that's that's essentially it. the same metaphor. The meteor will be made of like a flaming fiat currency. <laughs> Could be made <laughs> of gold. I knew it. Made of gold. This is, this is a new thing for Joel, though. Joel was. I had discussions with Joel four years ago about unsustainable growth. He goes, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all numbers. It's good. It's all fine. It's all fine. Then he flipped one day. And he, like, did. he did. It's all terrible. And every, time, every time I walk in to his office now, I hear like some weird financial podcast. It sounds like it's run by Alex Jones. Oh, God. Where it's like someone yelling about end, end of, of the America, world. Yeah, 13. end of America, all yeah. that stuff. No, it's, there is an end of America yeah. podcast. Yeah. I think it's what it's called. Joel, he tried to make me watch it one time, and then we heard on uh, Jeff was listening to Howard Stern. We heard an advertisement for it, and it was Alex Jones doing the advertisement for the website Joel was trying That's to get. That's really funny. The best yeah. part about that too, that advertisement, and how you know they're credible is they have to change the website like every two weeks. So it'll be like End of America thirteen, and then it'll be End of America twenty one, and then it'll be End of America nineteen. Wow. So I wonder, like, are they what are they running from there? Are they just they just like trying to outpace the cease and desist orders? They might. Like, when, have you gotten any of those? Or is sites? the Illuminati trying to shut them down? <laughs> like, like, have you gotten any of those sites? It might be a tracking thing. It might be. where they like put different URLs and different that, ads that to see who, nah, which it's ad is more business. People stop yeah. buying End of America thirteen, so, so they got to get the sequel End of America. 14. So I got to buy End of America thirty. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. you did all kind of fancy, right? On an unrelated note, Red vs. Blue season nine began yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're only forty minutes into the podcast. It's still fresh. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so we started, we launched the new season of RVB yesterday, and everyone gave us uh, very positive feedback. I was glad to hear that. Yeah, people seem to, seem to like it. Yeah, people, people <laughs> seem to get, yeah, the servers were what? screaming those, those and melting. Poor, poor servers. Gus, how are you feeling today? We had a, we had a, a brief, but... Well, it wasn't well, the servers, we, it was the load balancer, right? Yeah, on, on, on <laughs> you know, the episode launched on Tuesday, and then Monday night, Adam was running some benchmarks, and I was like... 
you know, I think that load balancer might not might be the source of a lot of problems. So I, was, I was like, really? I was like, we've had that, ba- that load balancer for years. It's always worked fine. He goes, how much have you grown since you got that load balancer? It's like, oh, well, I guess it's a good point. This <laughs> <laughs> our tech guy, our lead tech guy. Oh, growth? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so okay, what, what exactly is a load balancer? It's uh, when you, you know, we have several web servers. So when you hit the website, you can hit any one of these web servers. And load balancer is what sits in front of them and directs you to a web server. So basically we have four computers that all, five. Five, five computers that all pretty much pump out the exact same thing. Right. Right. And then they split up the traffic. But the bottleneck is at the load balancer, and it can only handle we, – we found out the exact number. It can only handle X number of requests a second before it, it just shuts down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he asked. I'm fucking explaining. No. <laughs> Text so we're replacing it before next, uh, before next release. Okay. So ne- next year or next episode? Next well, release. hopefully we'll have the next release next week, Okay, not next year. Well, I wasn't sure if you meant It's pretty re- much already replaced, right? Or no, you didn't have to by the time it was all set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, we have a replacement in, in place. We just need to turn it on. Yeah. Yeah. But well, congratulations, Bernie, on a new season. Thank you. you. Guess I don't want to make you think that I don't appreciate what you do. I do. It's, I appreciate the fact I, that you can keep these machines running and serve all the content we do. And if you ever do it well, I'll thank you for it. <laughs> you know, you'll thank Adam for it. Last yeah. night, I was sitting at home, and my wife was browsing the Rooster website. She, she turns to me and goes, Wow, the website's been acting a lot better lately. What changed? <laughs> we hired Adam. She's like, oh, well, I, he does a I great changed. job. <laughs> yeah. like, thanks. I was like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, I think that people got, uh, especially what we're going for in the first episode, the trailer that we put out was obviously very CG heavy. And so people thought the whole season might have been CG. And we had a couple of machinima shots. And then the first episode was entirely machinima with just a hint of the CG to come. Best comment I saw was somebody said that it was triple distilled nostalgia, which I thought was kind of cool. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like people got that we were going back for like classic yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Blood Gulch stuff because they're, they're back in Blood right. Gulch in the two bases. I also got a comment, too. Somebody said, I love that they, they screwed with Blood Gulch so much that they put the people in the opposite bases. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the reach it's so confusing Blood Gulch where it looks backwards, but it's not. But it's one of those serendipitous things where... It just adds to the kind of confusion mm-hmm. of that, that Blood Gulch world now. When we, uh, when we first went out to Bungie last year, you and I, to make that commercial for, I guess it was for Bungie Day, mm-hmm. right? I remember like the first hour, you and I could not wrap our heads around <laughs> the geography of that place. And we were like, am I, cra- am, I the, am I crazy? What's going on here? Yeah, this is red base? Or this, this is, is – this is, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was befuddling. And we thought it was us just because we had spent <laughs> however many years. Yeah. yeah. In Blood Gulch, and so we knew the the whole Blood Gulch map backwards and forwards, and somehow there's something about the way it's presented that it seems backwards. Yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. Like when when the Blues are up on the cliff talking, mm-hmm. looking at, it, I was like, are they on the left side now? Were they on the right before? It was yeah. just like, <laughs> no, it just feels different. Yeah, yeah. But that cliff is the way that you can tell. Yeah, because that cliff where they were standing in episode one of the very first Red versus Blue. That's the same cliff. That mm-hmm. cliff does not exist over Blue Base. Mm-hmm. There's right. nothing like that. No. Yeah. So when are you going to re re remaster <sighs> Red vs. Blue? Why would you even say that? <laughs> How dare you? Why would you even well, say that? Well, this is that? the time to set the record straight. Exactly. Okay. That's, I'm giving you the opportunity to set the record straight. Ever since they announced Halo Anniversary, we've been getting bombarded with questions of, are we going to re remaster seasons one through five? And the answer to that question is, no, we are not. And if we were going to do that, we would have started doing that when, when Blood Gulch came out in Reach. Yeah. Because that, I mean, you know, absolutely. Yeah. And, I mean, if you can we, see and, and if we were going to do that, how much would you pay for such a product? <laughs> <laughs> no, we have no plans yet. The reason why we remastered to begin with you know, was... They haven't even announced if Blood Gulch is one of those seven maps, right? Uh, well, 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 I don't know anything assume. about you, you it. Yeah. You have to hope so, but... I don't know anything about it. Well, Blood Gulch is in reach. I mean, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah it's in reach. Yeah. What, but, are the, what are your favorite maps from Halo? Like, in the seven, what would you like to see? 
Blood, I like Blood Gulch, but it's already, it's already in reach. Um, I guess I'd like to see uh, Wizard. Yeah. Uh, I probably would like to see... I'd like to see Chiron. I love Chiron, dude. I know people uh, I know people get confused by that map. That yeah. map. How can you not get confused by that map? It's I mean, awesome. I mean, I really, I really, I go through a teleporter. I, I don't know where I'm going. I always think of Sarge jumping through the one I teleporter know. and then coming out the other side. I've never had more fun. And, and, and I, you know, Blood Gulch is an amazing map, but I liked Hang'em High so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they showed Hang'em High. I mean, they've redone Hang'em High. Yeah, they did in Halo it, Two. Yeah, in, in yeah. Halo Two, they actually it back. certain Affinity did it. I think, and I'm pretty sure somebody made a very good Forge version of Hang'em High. As oh, well. really? Yeah. Anyway, um, I'd like to see the. I don't remember the name of the level, but it was the Water Power Plant. That you went to it wasn't called Waterworks, but it was one that had the big waterfall and it had those long slopes. I'll show you. I know it's going to be in there because I actually saw it in the trailer. I think I don't when they were painting and they showed the upres textures. Remember that? It can be hard to remember some of the names of them. What was the super tall map that we would always have the rocket fight? Prisoner. Prisoner. Yeah, oh, I like that map. And then too. longest was another one too. Longest was good. Oh yeah, longest was a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. where we first encountered Wyoming, right? It, all of my memories, I guess, are red versus blue related. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Be a good achievement hunter story or video that you could do is uh, just the most. What's the most popular map of all time across all video games? Yeah. Oh man. I, yeah. I, I, my guess it would be Dust from Counter Strike. Mm. Yeah, every, maybe. I think everybody knows that map. It's yeah. interesting. I haven't played Duke Nukem since any you know other people played Duke Nukem in like the mid nineties. Yeah. And uh, Jack was playing it yesterday and he popped in a multiplayer match because he was capturing footage for this is and I, I walked over to his desk and I instantly recognized the map yeah. he was playing. Yeah it was it was a three like fucking map, yeah. movie theater paintball map or whatever. Mm-hmm. You see it and, and you're really like, oh yeah. 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 It, it, it takes a second I was like, oh yeah. shit, I I'm I played like, this I before. remembered where everything was. Yeah. It, it's it's weird how that happens. Did, does any, did anyone play a lot of Doom Two or Doom or Doom Two at all? Like multiplayer stuff? I played Doom and Doom Two, yeah. Sure. Do you remember Dwango five? Dwango Five is it okay. Dwango with a U? D W A N G O. Dwango was the name of a, like a dial-up service that you could pay for to play online. Uh-huh. But they had map packs, and there was Dwango Five dot That was that was the map that we always played. Yeah, but if it's a custom map, most people are going to know it. Yeah, but I mean, I, I assume it was pretty popular. There's, there's bound to be someone listening to this podcast that has played Dwango Five. I say that, but <laughs> Counter Strike was right a custom game essentially when it yeah. started. Yeah. So. I think of Unreal Tournament a lot when I think of maps. I was about to say that, like Facing Worlds. You remember we used to play that that's one all exact, the time. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking of. Those two towers. Yep. And then the Great bridges map. that would go out and then yeah. they'd mm-hmm. peek and then go back down. So you had to hit somebody before they hit the. And then the that that uh, that other one we used to play CTF on all the time. Uh, like the three of us was that uh, that kind of underground like it was almost like a like a like, what's the word I'm looking for like tubes or something underground yeah you know what I'm talking about yeah. it was long and skinny and it had like was, green water and was shit that, that might have been was there an underground portion of Facing Worlds no I don't think so mm-hmm. no, no. it's a different map it was, like a, it was like a lot of pipes and shit yeah, I kind of remember that yeah hmm. Gus yeah. and I used to play Rogue Spear, we used to play Streets. Oh, my God. Streets and the museum level were yeah. the, I remember the, museum the, level. the two big ones. But Streets was definitely the one we played all the time. I got a hemorrhoid playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> he always tells his story. You're not the least bit embarrassed about that. But man, that hurt. <laughs> that's how good I am at that game. <laughs> I gave that a hemorrhoid. Man, we would just... I mean, that, that's just a testament to how many hours I would just sit there playing that fucking game. On a cement floor. On a cement floor, because I didn't have a fucking desk or chair. Jesus Christ. Also, that we played that... For, we played that demo of Soldier of Fortune way too much. The one with the rooftop level? Oh, yeah. That? Was yeah. It, that was Soldier of Fortune 2, yeah, right? Yeah, the demo. Yeah. What was it called? Infiltration mode? I don't remember. I remember. I'll see that fucking roof in my sleep, though. Every now and then I go back and post that interview I did with my wife. Because oh, I, was right. supposed to review, I was supposed to review the game, but I was playing the game so much, I just said, hey... You've seen me play this game so much, I'm just going to interview you about the game. <laughs> and she had to explain what the game was like from her perspective. Yeah. 
The, you know. the best is her explanation of GG man. man. Take that G. She didn't know what G. She didn't know why everyone says GG at the end of a uh, game. She thought it was a gangster thing. <laughs> she was like, yeah, like take that G. So I just got a text and I told her in the text, I said, I'm, I'm going to talk about this in the podcast. So we bought a coffee maker at home because I don't want her spending $5 a day on Starbucks anymore. I'm, okay. pretty, I'm pretty much done with that. This isn't worse than like a single digit credit card charge. <laughs> Seeing that at the end of the month, like Starbucks, they should be smarter than that. They should let those things build up, and then just like batch them all at the end of the month. So then it's like thirty bucks, and then you're like, okay, thirty bucks. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's a normal credit card charge. Five bucks. That's not a normal credit <laughs> card charge. Anyway, so she's using the coffee maker this morning. She writes to me, "What am I doing wrong with this <laughs> coffee maker? I put coffee in where it's supposed to go. Then I filled up the metal pot and hit brew now. But after fifteen minutes, the pot is still sitting there with water in it oh and the my coffee." God. I've done that so many times. <laughs> She's brewing. It's so embarrassing. She's brewing air into the water. <laughs> so now the coffee maker's probably broken. Yeah, the heating element probably fucking burned itself out. I said, you need to pour it in the back. She says, oops. I said, open the top, pour it in the back. There's a space behind the filter we can pour water in. Oh, God, she I says, hope it wasn't hot when she poured it in. Uh, oh, gosh, she probably killed herself. <laughs> so I said, I'm mentioning this on the podcast. She goes, listen, that is not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I have never made coffee before. How would I know? Don't you dare speak about this. So, <laughs> don't you dare speak about this. So I'm not speaking about She'll it. She'll be upset when she hears this portion of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, thank God she never listens to the podcast. How do you feel God. about that? Would you, would you, are you ever like, would you, would you, do you want to listen to our podcast? She's like, uh, no thanks, I got Howard Stern. He's much funnier than you are, sweetie. No, my wife doesn't want, I mean, she, she, she has a clean line of separation, you yeah. know? No. And I, I, that's, that's good. I think that, I think that helps. Healthy. But uh, since we're on the topic of Unreal Tournament and uh, Wives... I started following Cliffy B recently. I did too. The Cl- real Cliffy B. Clifford mm-hmm. Blazinski. On Twitter. And uh, he just got engaged. Oh, did? Yeah. Really? So congratulations to Cliffy B, the fucking dickhead. Yeah, Have you seen the no girl kidding. he got engaged to? Yeah, that fucking bikini photo. <laughs> Jack, congratulations. Oh, no, you showed, you showed it to me yesterday. <laughs> show me, show me. Look at this. Oh, he, was a he, he, he was on uh, Jimmy Fallon last night, right? Yeah. yeah Speaking was. of. Uh, wow. Look at that guy. Congratulations, Cliffy. Yeah, <laughs> she, congratulations. She's getting married. She can finally let herself go. Yeah. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of, uh, speaking of Twitter, Jack showed me a website yesterday where that you can like sort by the people that are following you on Twitter. Oh, right. Yeah. And uh, to see like uh, other people that have a lot of Twitter followers who are following you. Yeah. You know who's following me? I'm very excited about. Who's following you? E Fashion Police. <laughs> Really? Yeah, why would they be following you? You bought new pants. I you guess did. so. Yeah. They <laughs> they're like, going to have something to tweet about They now. found out I was at Barney's and they were all over it. Yeah, no, e-fashion police. I don't know if that's a good, like, they're like, hey, check that guy. He's got fashion. Or, ooh, look at that guy. What did you, what, what do you think you possibly could have tweeted no, about? That they would no follow you? clue. Couldn't, couldn't imagine. They must have typoed something. It must have, yeah. See, I'm concerned because I'm followed by restaurants. Like, I got followed oh, by no. Burger Master and Salt Lake. I'm followed by Salt Lake now, too, yeah. And uh, Hat Creek follows me. Nice. Hat Creek Burgers. Hey, I took my wife to Hat Creek. I finally got her to go up there uh, to the the Hat Creek is one of these trailer restaurants in Austin where they start in the trailer, they get super popular, and then they buy their own space. It's yep. a cool model now in Austin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in fact, one of the cool things we're seeing now is this has been going on so long when so many restaurants have been successful at it that now the trailers are going back into the market as you you can buy like the old. Yeah. Bus. What was it? The 38 bus? Number 19. Uh, number 19. Number 19 bus. Why did I double that? That's weird I came up with 38. Uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you work for the airlines? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Use car. And uh, then you buy the number 19 bus, so now you can start your own restaurant because they've – did they – were they successful or did they just die out? Well, I think they were there? successful. Okay. successful. But they, 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 the business ended though, right? Did it? 
I they're selling the bus, and I don't think they had a like they don't have a physical location. I don't know, but they had something going on at that that location. That they was did, Dude, and you you went to Hop Dotty this weekend. I did. After I've been talking it up so much, you finally went. Yeah, not because you mentioned it. I'm sure not. I'm sure I, you, won't give, you would never give me your sponsor <laughs> credit for that. But Hop Dotty's probably the best burger in Austin, in my opinion. I disagree. It's good burger. I wouldn't say it's the best. I don't think anything competes with Casino. But uh, it was good. It was really good. Casino's got great burgers. It was worth the 35 minutes I had to stand in line to get it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. We should, we should we, go there for lunch today. It's, it's awesome. Or we should go there at like 3 in the afternoon. That's true. I'll go to Hop Dotty for lunch today. I'll put my fucking money where my mouth is. Let's go to Hop Dotty today. We'll see All how right. fast horse goes. What's that? <laughs> we'll see how fast horse goes today, but I'm in. You can I, stay I, didn't say, I didn't say I'd go with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. Good burger. All right, sure. Let's, let's go. Let's That's go a plan. All right, plan. All right. Okay, now that we're done talking about that, can we get back to Cliffy B's feelings? Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Can we please steer the conversation back in that direction somehow or some way? Because there's a lot more pictures in this gallery. And what, do you, uh, <laughs> what do you think she's doing right now? What do you, <laughs> what do you think she's up make, make sure you send me that, you know, for the link dump. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Well, like, well, like it directly. Good. Look at this. This is even the worst thing here. Look at this. This picture. And see, I didn't even notice this the first 40 times I looked at this photo. He's got a copyright Cliff Blazinski. Oh, does he? <laughs> that's fucking funny. That's, she's, she's, that's, that's probably like a fuck you to everybody looking at yeah. the picture, isn't he it? He probably should have put it right over her boobs. Get a copyright tattoo somewhere. Yeah, he like, should have like, <laughs> written a pin on her. It's like on her foot, like a, like the bottom of a G.I. Joe character. Get an end user license agreement yeah. tattooed on her. Uh, we, should, we actually should have invited him to come on the podcast next time we're in somewhere where That'd he's be interesting. in Seattle. Or is he yeah. like North Carolina or something? He's, kind yeah. of, he's probably busy right now with gears, but. No, no, no. Nah. They, gotta, they gotta promote that. We're shit. busy. We got RVB. What are you trying to say? That's true. Yeah, you got RVB. Man, Working got, so hard. I got Sheila on it, baby. <laughs> oh man. So uh, speaking of assholes, I, I hate Brandon. Who's the asshole? I hate Who Brandon. Who's the asshole? We've it's certainly not Cliffy B. <laughs> nothing. Nothing crowbarred in there. Yeah. No. no. I, was, I was referring to Jeff. But so Brandon went on this tirade last week about me opening the gate. <laughs> oh yeah. I was wondering if there's gonna be retaliation. So let me just say. Okay. So. I have a big thing. I'm 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 very cautious about presentation. That's yeah. that's my big thing, Bernie. I think you respect this, and too. It, it shows yeah. from your outfit. Cle- clearly, <laughs> presentation no, is a big deal. Pres- presentation from a business sense. Okay, you're wearing a barbecue t-shirt and khaki shorts, khaki okay. cargo shorts right now. What? This has no, nothing to do with. Uh, come on, come on. Okay. Okay. Not, not his presentation. No, the business. Dude, I, I'm, trying have, to, I'm trying to wreck your company here. You haven't even taken the fucking price tag off of your koozie. <laughs> this Are you thinking about returning it? Or? <laughs> this was a gift. His, his koozie, which features a fe- female breast. That's yeah, it's thirsty and it's got two boobs. No, the Australians gave me this. Yeah, anyway, so presentation, right? Anyway. I, I will take a picture of Jack. So you can see how much he cares about presentation. Anyway, on with the story. I'm talking about presentation to your company, asshole. All right. So, anyway. Was I, I, was I the asshole he uses in Segway? <laughs> now I'm figuring it out. So, anyway. So, the gate. The gate is a huge thing because the gate is the first, literally the first thing someone driving to our company will see. Right? I guess. Okay. You pull up. The first thing you're going to see is the gate. Correct. Say say you are someone who's coming to our company. Say Cliffy B is coming to visit our company. Listen. I, listen. Fuck Cliffy B. Cliffy B's fiance is coming to the company. Okay, Let's right. just so keep it straight Cliffy B's up. fiance and Coco are coming to the company. <laughs> <laughs> By so, the way, Ice-T drives a white Rolls Royce. Yeah. Phantom. Pretty cool. Nice. Anyway, so they pull up. The first thing they see is a half-closed gate. That looks like no one gives a shit. And that, that's what, that bugs the hell out of me. That always bugs that. Like, when trash cans sit out there for two weeks and it's like no one bothers to grab them. It's like, 
Fucking pull in the trash cans. Have some respect in your company. Have some pride in your company. Open the fucking gate. Open you know, it all the way. It takes you, five seconds to open the fuck. Ah! Open the fucking gate. Do you know the reason that the gate is half closed? What? Why? Because it upsets you. I know. It's that, it upset, that's the only. Reason. It's a whole circular thing. But they're making the company look bad to upset no, me. That's fine. That they, looks, they, that's they, terrible. Every time the UPS guy drives up, he's like. What, is this? what a ramshackle. No, because by, by that point, I've had to open I mean, the fucking gate. I'd, I'd agree with you if we were a public-facing storefront yeah. or company. You know? Do you think Cliffy B tried to come to our office one day and was like, the gate's half open. I'm going back to New... Fuck it this just place. looks shitty, though. It looks so shitty. To who? You guys to are doing anything. What are you trying to Cliffy B at this point? The mailman clucks his tongue as he puts yeah. our mail in the mailbox every day. This FedEx guy I, must hate our gate. It's, it's all about presentation, man. It's all about what what does your company look like to the outside-facing world, and it, lo- yeah. it looks you've terrible. Gotta, Visit RichardTeeth.com to find out what our company looks like to the outside world. You've got a neon Jack Daniels sign above your desk. In my, yeah. What, what's your point? What, here's you, what I understand. That's, that's a decoration for the fucking office. Stop it looks cool. Stop hitting the table. You're you hurt my ears. But here's what I don't understand. Just a few weeks ago, didn't we talk about in the podcast that Jack doesn't bring in the trash can? That does that Jack doesn't open the I, gate? No, no, we talked about Jack opens the gate. Yes, I was saying I'm the fucker who opens the gate every time. Okay, I, 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 speaking of, speaking of which, we said no more fucking pri- or, uh, secret recording, and I apparently was secret recorded. Those fucking did you not see the podcast last week? No, no. Yeah, so Brandon <laughs> recorded me secretly opening the gate when when they they half closed and they're waiting for me. They, yeah, filmed, got, they filmed me oh, opening really? the gate. I got news for you. you. If you're worried about the the gate and the presentation thing, it's only half closed for about 15 minutes a day, and that's at about 9:50. Either Gus or Jeff or Carrie or Brandon or somebody in the company runs out and shuts the gate halfway, and then we. We all stand by the door and watch you come in. And then you open it, and then it's open again. Well, I hope that's the case, because I just paid to have that goddamn automatic gate <laughs> no opener shit. installed. We haven't done it since the no, automatic no, no opener. No one's touched it since the, 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 automatic gate opener does, the automatic gate opener does a fine enough job of not opening the gate or opening the gate half <laughs> on its own. I thought the, the gate dudes were here yesterday. <laughs> They're here every day. They may as well just fucking have a satellite office out here yeah. at the gate. They may as well just set up a fucking booth and open the gate for us <laughs> when we drive up. I don't know who the, what the fuck we paid them for, because the gate doesn't open. <laughs> what is the story with that? Why doesn't that fucking thing work? It's been, what, three weeks now since we installed it? And then the story I heard was the guy was like, yeah, we'll do what we can, but it's really, it's not us, it's really just a shitty gate. That's what I said, basically. A shitty gate like, why didn't you, Why didn't you tell us that before you put the goddamn thing in? Well, see, well they'll get sick of coming out of here yeah. and fixing the, fixing the opener, I'm sure. I'm going to get Brandon down here and figure this out. Brandon's our logistics <laughs> guy. The anyway. logistics of opening a gate. So I guess I'm the guy now who has to take in the trash every week and, you know... I took the trash in last week. I oh, took, you were at E3. I, I guess was at E3. Why. I took I, it in this week. I forced Joel to help me take it I got, in this I week. got rid of those. I got rid of those. I finally... Oh, fuck yeah. I saw that. I saw the, the, the dumpster outside. There's now a dumpster. Yeah, we got a dumpster. God, thank God. We... <laughs> Matt yeah. Holm. Matt Holm. Matt Holm. Matt Holm. Matt Holm, the armchair socialist. Is the reason we don't have that... Fu- we didn't get that fucking dumpster to begin with. Day one. Yeah. Because they didn't have a recycling option. It's true. And now, and guess what? After 20 minutes of searching, we found out we found a place where we can get a dumpster that does also have recycling. Is it also Matt's fault that Matt? the, the, the trash can in the kitchen has an opening the size of a coffee cup? You know, Griffin it's not I, a trash can. That, it's no, a fucking laundry bin. Griffin and I went to Ikea when we first moved into this office, and we saw that can. And we're like, oh, that would be great, but the hole's too small. We'll get an actual trash can. And then Brandon or someone went the next day and bought that exact same can we looked Take at. the fucking lid off if you don't like it. Yeah, just, but the lid's all fucking gross and just... Yeah, it and is. Like, the lid just gets gross and covered in coffee and shit. Take the lid off permanently. Listen, I care about presentation. (laughs) I don't want Ice-T or fucking Jimmy Fallon or Cliffy B or whoever to throw away their drink. Oh, no, don't worry. They'll obviously be in our office if they can get past the gate. Don't worry about (laughs) it. 
and I don't want them to see a dirty a dirty trash can. Don't worry. Right now, there's actually a bag of trash sitting next to the trash can. It's li- there's literally another bag of trash <sighs> on the ground next to the trash can that's also full. There's also a bag of trash on the desk Ben's been sitting at since he's been here. Do you see every day when he leaves, there's like a, a collection of drink containers around his desk where he sits. Does Ben listen to the podcast? I don't know. We'll uh, find out. Okay. Hi, Ben. He anyway. might hear us the I door. Think he does. <laughs> <yelling. laughs> he probably does. Yep. Every, everyone should. Do you know the grossest thing that Ben did? Have we talked about this yet? I, I don't know. Okay, so we ordered pizza for the office and uh, brought all the boxes in. I think that now it's like seven boxes of pizza, it seems like, to feed all the jackasses here. What do you have to, like nine, 19 people? 19, in the 19 too many. Yeah. About, about, I think we had interns were 21. About 14 too many. With the interns who were 21 in the office now. 16 too many. I bought donuts for the office the other day. I had to buy two dozen. That's fucked up. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we, used to, we used to buy a dozen donuts in the beat office and it'd be too many. Yeah, we'd we have to throw them away. away. Yeah. I know. I got a lot of trash. Well, we got vultures too, so they are. Especially Chris. Chris can eat two dozen donuts by himself. So you don't so like the guys upstairs because they eat? <laughs> no, for many reasons. That's one of the reasons. So what happened with this pizza box? I haven't heard Chick Fil A bullshit. Okay, so we we have these boxes of pizza sitting out on our kitchen table, right? Our what is that area in there called? Break room? Sure. sure. I, think, I love this. I don't know how many employees we have or what, yeah. what the parts of the building are called. It's a great, great management in this company. I don't really get my finger on the pulse. It's the food annex. <laughs> but, yeah. but the pizza box is on the table, uh, and somebody goes to open well, and get another slice. And Ben, who I guess is now a lifelong bachelor and orders pizza for himself every night. He's, he's By the way, but to be fair to Ben, he's moved up from Coke Zero and Brownies as his sole sustenance. The At first, least now there's vegetables and pizza. The first time, that's not a joke. The first time he came to visit us, he ate brownies. That's all and he ate. M&Ms. That's all that kid like, ate. He would eat brownies at work all day and then go home and eat M&M's at my house. I, you know what? He's so smart. You know, we heard Whatever. Ben when he was 15 years old to be a web developer for yeah. us. It makes me just want to eat brownies and hopefully that'll <laughs> spur my creativity. But um, so somebody opens up this box of pizza and there's a full pizza with one piece missing, except the piece isn't missing, there's a couple bites taken out of it, and then it's placed back on top of the other pizza like a plate. He used the pizza <laughs> as a plate. It what? was one of the most disgusting things I had ever so seen. What, did, did he just like rub his junk on it to claim it? It's like, <laughs> this is mine. I don't know. Yeah, like, he sprayed it or something. It was awful. It Good was re- it was really terrible. Like I mean, everyone everyone at that end of the table couldn't eat. You know, and if you know something's fucked up. If you're grossing out the dudes who work here, yeah. like, come on, let's, uh, let's 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 keep it under control. Oh my god, that was that was pretty horrible. That was pretty horrible. Oh hey, That's look, you just Brandon joined us. Look at the, the so assholes. Here. Brandon has joined us. Brandon, why don't you jump on that mic over there with Jeff? Hey, what's up, Brandon? Here you go. Hey, By the way, can I, can I just say I like you, Brandon? I know. All right, Jeff. Very right, cool. I think you're, you're Brandon. Not, I think you're a nice guy. What is wrong with the fucking gate? What is wrong with it? What is it not working? <laughs> it has been working for four weeks. Was it working this morning? I don't know. I came in and it was open. So, yes, it's working. But what is the problem? Why are the guys out here every other day? Circuits. Like, why were they here yesterday? <laughs> circuits? circuits? Yeah, circuits, They're not building a fucking robot, fucking dude. Circuits. It's a <laughs> you, So, you, you don't think... You think it's like a little mouse in there that just runs in a wheel and yes, opens that's it closes exactly it? There's, no, there's no I'm circuit an idiot. board. They, they, they are, is it really the circuits that's causing the problem? There's something wrong with the circuit board. Yeah, they have to... He comes in here and the only way he can fix it is resetting it. They're taking a look at it. They might replace it. <laughs> that, that, that's a problem with the fucking the they circuit might board in there. It. I thought the problem was that they, they kept saying the, the gate was shitty. Now are they changing the story and it's circuits? 
it, Listen, it seems that way. If there's circuit boards in our gate, can we just have Adam fix it? <laughs> yeah, really. So I don't know. Server. Did you see the website yesterday? Probably not. <laughs> it's better than when wow. I was doing Dude, it. Dude, that was a master deflection. <laughs> I mean, that was like, what? Well, you brought me down talking about the gate. Hey, remember when we launched the gate? <laughs> Nothing fucking worked? That was awesome. It's like the gate to our website. I want you, Jack and Brandon, I want you to hash this out because Jack was talking shit. Brandon, see, look at Jack here. Jack says he's all about presentation. And so, (laughs) look at that face up, Brandon. So he says that he's upset because the gate is only ever half open and he has to manage the... Well, it's now because a fucking robot does it for us. So you're complaining about shit that happened in the past. Yes! See, I got to talk shit last isn't, week because isn't of it. it. So I'm, I'm, I'm may, stepping up and actually talking about it. Isn't it time to move on with our lives? Fuck you. I'm also, <laughs> you know, uh, How about Hit- that? Hitler was a bad guy. You want to talk about you complain about him too? What? Like, we're just going to live in the past. But, <laughs> but, let's be honest. Hitler's fiance? Hot. <laughs> was she? I, no, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. This is something I, I never understood. Why do both gates need to be open? Like, why is it the worst thing in the world? Well, it's true. When you go to Disney World and you see half the gates are shut down, you have to go through one side, that's true. You know, whatever, it's no big deal. It's like, uh, it's just, you know, whatever, that side's closed. Are you comparing Fuck our it. company to Disney World? I'm comparing our company to a fucking com- to a Jeff, company. Let's just, let's just see where this goes. Let's, let's so is, is Disney World, it. like, the ultimate company that you would compare all other companies to? Uh, as far as presentation goes, like honestly, yeah, it's, it's up there. I mean, like the, they they push show more than any other company out there. They put what? They do what? They they push show. They push presentation more than any company out there. They push show. I like that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> I'm pushing show. But it, I, I don't know something about it. It's like if you go to a, if you go to a company and like half the doors are closed for no fucking reason at all. What? Why? Like that's dumb. So Open you're comparing it, it to a company where half of the like front like the front door and the side door are just like just a jar. That's the same thing to you as a front gate. What? It, I'm no. going to say this. If people pay 120 bucks a head to come in here every day, uh, that's good. Let's, oh, well, I'll, I'll <laughs> open the gate. That, that's how much the tickets are now, right? I think yeah, we just I, went there with my family, yeah. I just didn't go there with Millie because it was like going to be like 400 bucks for the three of us yeah, to when, go. Yeah, when we shot that coasting short, you know, when Joel and I were out there. Seriously? Seriously. Well, we were going to go for two hours. I wasn't going to pay four hundred dollars to go for two hours. That's two pairs of pants. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Think about it. I mean, because we had finished an event, we clean, we finished up at Sunday night at six p.m. at an event, so we were going to run over there for like two hours. I don't want you to take this personally. You're a terrible father. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Hey, hey, <laughs> fuck it. I took her to fucking Disney Princesses on Ice to make up for it. I'm a good dad. Yeah, what you, that was a funny weekend because you went to Disney Princess on Ice. What did I do with my kids that weekend? You went to uh, jousting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You went to jousting. We, we had two very different weekends that week. Yeah. I went to Richard Garriott at his place. He's got that castle yeah. down by the lake. And so we went down there. He has, a, he has a freaking jousting tournament with dudes on horses hitting each other with big lances. And I got to see some poor dude struggle to lift fat Ariel over his head. <laughs> was she fat? Was she, oh, man. She was, <laughs> how can you be fat and be a professional ice skater? That's a great question. There were a lot of chicks that weren't. Jack, can you answer that question? How can you be fat and be a professional ice skater? <laughs> would you know? I, I do not know. She's not pushing enough show. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is Jack would not have been happy with the presentation. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird in Disney if you're fat it usually means you're supposed to be the bad guy. What's that? If you're fat in Disney, it usually means you're supposed to be the bad guy. That is true. That's it's fat point. and ugly people and foreigners are usually bad. Now, they moved they, they kinda have moved that recently though. The fat person is now the funny friend sidekick, right? Mm. Like what, the war like bridesmaids. <laughs> Which is, not a, which is not a Disney production. That chick but. stole the show, man. Did you see? Yeah, I, yeah. Saw, I saw that movie. Did you like it? God, it was fucking funny. The best part of that movie is uh, when Kristen Wiig gets on the plane. 
Oh god! And the woman, the woman next to her—that is my wife on every plane. Don't spoil it for me. Okay. I want to see it. The, the woman next to her is awesome. Just she's nervous to fly, and trust me when I say that's exactly the experience of flying with my wife every single time. <laughs> my wife is the woman who, when we're taking off, she scream. The worst thing she ever did was, you know, you just hit little pockets where you get those moments of like, ooh, like, like turbulence. Yeah, kind of. It's almost like a feeling of weightlessness in a way. Like you're at the top of the parabola or something. You're dropping a little bit. And when you feel that when you're taking off, most people go, whoa. My wife screams to the entire cabin, oh, my God, we're not gaining altitude. We're going to crash. <laughs> she literally screamed that out on an airplane. She freaked everybody out. Was that pre or post 9-11? Uh, that was post 9-11, I guess. Yeah, I've been married to my wife before 9-11. We're married 11 years this year. Congratulations. My wife and I. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to take Twitter photos of her tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so um, – yeah, I guess it could have been either way. I don't know. It was very early in our relationship, though. Hmm. We took, we took a trip to Hawaii, like, right after we got engaged, and I think it might have been on that trip that she did it, so. It would have been pre. That would have been pre. Yeah, pre-9-11. Why, you think they'd stop the plane and throw her off? Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're less uh, forgiving about that kind of stuff. Yeah, now. they're much less forgiving. We, we had a guest on the podcast recently where we missed the opportunity to tell a very ridiculous travel story where she turned a plane around on the tarmac. Oh, yeah. Or, I mean, he or she turned the plane around <laughs> on the tarmac and made it go back to the gate. I think if somebody did that and I was on a plane and they made it go back to the gate so they could get off because they were too scared to fly, I think I would, I, I would, I would trip that person going down the aisle at least. Yeah. This person was not DSK, by the way. What's that? That Dominique... Con guy, the uh, alleged uh, hotel rapist, the head of the IMF. That's what, how they caught what? him. What? He, he made him turn the plane around to get a cell phone that he forgot, and that's how the cops caught him. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought the, the cops made the plane turn around. I didn't realize. No, no, no. He made the plane wait, and then he like raised, raised a big stink, had them stop on the tarmac so that his, the hotel could deliver his cell phone to him, and uh, then the cops delivered it to him. Hey, guys, I read Reddit all day, so if you're going to talk about actual current events, you need to fill me in on what the fuck you're talking about. What is this? The head of the IMF allegedly raped a hotel maid like a month ago. It was a huge deal. What do you say IMF? For some reason, I'm thinking terrorist cell or something like that. The International International Monetary Monetary Fund Fund It's a corporate terrorist cell. Yeah, yeah, really. (laughs) Yeah, I shouldn't be so quick to judge. So they they brought him back because he was going back to get a cell phone that he lost. Yeah, yeah. He made the plane turn around. To get a cell phone. He, he had seven cell phones, and he left one of them at the scene of the crime. So uh, when he realized when he was on the plane that he had forgotten his cell phone, so he called the hotel, stopped the plane. The cops found out that he had stopped the plane, and they said, uh, we'll take the phone. Just, just tell them we'll bring the phone. Tell, the, uh, tell them you'll bring the phone to them. And then they showed up with the phone. It was like, here's a phone and handcuffs. Whoa. Why did they even bother bringing the phone? <laughs> like, well, I, I don't know if they physically did uh, bring the phone. Presentation, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's For people to get the NYPD. Get the fuck out of here. Gotta be first rate out of this room. room. <laughs> so Brandon put on pajamas yesterday to go get free food. It is true. I, I think that was pretty funny. How, yeah. how old are you, Brandon? Like it, 16, 17, something like that? I am 25. Who went, who went and did this? Uh, it was Chris, Carey, and uh, myself and our intern. It was Chris, Carey, our intern, uh, Tyler, and myself. So... What, what the fuck happened? Why did you do this and where did you go? All right. Well, Chris- I, I can explain a little bit. So here's my perspective on it. Okay. I come out of my office. It's like 7 p.m. They're working late. The entire upstairs production office is in pajamas. <laughs> so, what the fuck? And I just walked into it. I go, and they said, we're leaving. I go, are you going to shoot? And Brandon says, no. What are we going to go do? Get free food from Chick-fil-A. 
That's not a that's not a rational explanation. If you though. go to Chick Fil A, I, I got this explanation yesterday because Chris brought extra pajamas just in case anybody needed them, <laughs> and they were offering me pajamas. If you go to Chick Fil A between five, th- by the way, we are not sponsored by Chick Fil A. Should point that out. If you go between five p.m. and eight p.m. on a Tuesday, and you wear pajamas, you can have free breakfast for dinner. Yeah, and and Chris sends me a slick deal link. Every day, like you motherfuckers, the, you motherfuckers, and that slick deal. It's slick deals, and it's also uh, Chipotle one, buy one for two. You, like, all, and, you all bought that printer toner that showed up, and the entire box was like written in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, like, no, no, China doesn't make shit. It's super cheap. It's it's toner for our printer. It's super cheap. That's not a good way to start. And did we run out of toner a few days later? I threw it away. <laughs> I fucking threw that shit so, out. So yeah, we we went to Chick Fil A in pajamas. There were other people there in pajamas, like like, like like eight year old, eight year old. There's, there's one eight year old. There literally was an eight year old. One eight year old. Um, but it's it's free dinner. I mean, it's free dinner. Did the eight year old look at you and just like shake his head? I mean, what's the point? What's the point? Like, why is it such a horrible thing? Because how old are you? Twenty five. Yes, I, we we understand that I'm twenty five. You should be past so the point where you're looking the, for free what, 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 food, dude. Not to not to take Brandon's side here, but you're drinking with a koozie that has boobs on that, it, uh, that, uh, and you're complaining that he's not this was, acting it like was an adult. Given to me, it was given to me. The well, was was given to him. It was given to him. And the pajamas from from fucking. If Chick Fil A came here and delivered free Chick Fil A because they're wearing pajamas, that's one thing. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so you're saying it's okay if you're lazy and they deliver the food to you? No, you went to them. You made it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, oh, oh, is that? So, what did you get? Did they give you like one breakfast thing, like one breakfast biscuit, uh, chicken or? biscuit? You know, mm. it's like a little biscuit uh, with a. Uh, so, so what chicken. did you eat for your real dinner after you finished that? Oh, that was it, baby. Brownies that and was M&Ms. Free dinner. That's three point dinner over here. Three point He's working on the new Brandon. I didn't pay for dinner last night. And that was a good feeling. You should be very careful what you throw away up there because there was a stupid sub shop calendar that they had up there and i and i kept seeing the calendar i kept trying to throw the calendar away and they kept asking me not to and finally when they were all gone one day i threw away the calendar it turns out you guys paid how much for that thing we paid like ten dollars for it but it's like thirty dollars worth of savings they, they there's a bunch of coupons in the calendar that i wasn't aware of so we told you about it why didn't you, you cut the coupons out just because you tell you something doesn't mean i know about it just cut the coupons out and throw yeah. away the calendar i have to listen to know about it so yeah. i threw it away and now i owe them like I had to buy them lunch for three weeks because I threw out this one dopey calendar. Well, if you give her ten bucks, you can still buy the calendar, right? Yeah, I think yeah, we're ten, I, ten bucks. Problem solved, guys. I think we're down to a principal issue here. No, I don't want to. I don't want to pay him ten bucks. I'm afraid they'll go out and buy another goddamn calendar. I don't want just, a sub shop calendar. Just go buy the calendar, cut the coupons out, give them the coupons, and throw the calendar away. No, fuck it. I, that place is like a frat house up there. I'm constantly going through and telling them to clean up their desks and stuff like that. I was so happy when we had RTX. That was the cleanest that place has ever been up there. Oh, I meant to ask. So. How much of season nine was shown at RTX? It was like 20 minutes, right? Yeah, essentially the first four episodes. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. So everyone who went saw the first four episodes of the new season. That's correct. Cool. Mm-hmm. So They're yeah. three weeks ahead. Thanks for coming to RTX. You have to wait an extra month for new content. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. No, it's cool. Actually, I think they will get a lot out of it if they still watch it because we've changed so much since the RTX screening. It's nice because when we're online, mm-hmm. you don't get to see the audience reactions to things. And when we go to the Alamo, and we, we showed at three different theaters in the Alamo, we could gauge all these all different audience reactions. It's almost like a test. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, when you see it on the big screen, there's some things like, oh, let's fix that. You know, yeah. some stuff that people wouldn't notice, but once you see it, it drives you insane forever. Uh, so it's cool. And also, that's one of the reasons why whenever we do live events, um, we always subtitle, the at least now, the machinima parts of the show. 
Because if we have jokes, we don't time the stuff for jokes because if you have a pause for laughter on the internet, you're just, you know, have yeah. a blank space. And so, but you need that in a, in a theater because you either have to pause for laughter or put the subtitles up because what happens is people start laughing over lines right. and laughing over jokes. And then they end up like shushing each other. And that's not what you want. So, um, what, wh- why did you decide to, or why did whoever decide to close caption this season? Just Why the change? People have just asked about it forever. Mm-hmm. So you can turn on closed captioning. It's actually closed captioned on the uh, CG stuff as well. Everything mm-hmm. will be closed captioned. Interesting. A lot of the CG stuff, I mean, it'd be like, ugh, ow. <laughs> you know, karate noise. <clears throat> karate noise. We have to be careful when say karate. But, you know, just like action noises. We won't have that stuff. We'll have the dialogue all closed captioned as well. Cool. Mo- I mean, you know, most of it. It's our first. It's our first go around with this. So, you know, it's, it's one of the last things that we do. But Hopefully Brandon's in charge of spell checking. Uh, no, you know, I, listen, got to give credit. Jack's thing is all about presentation. Jack is easily the best proofer of anything that we have. Jeff, or Thank Jack, you. Thank sorry, you. I'm losing my mind here. Jack has awesome skills, like eagle eyes at spotting stuff that's wrong. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> uh, in terms of representing our company, uh, when we were at Chick-fil-A, we were waiting in line, our pajamas, really the only ones in that whole restaurant who were wearing pajamas. This guy comes up to us and he's just like, hey, uh, do you guys work for Rooster Teeth? We're like, oh, yeah. And he just looks at us. He's like, oh, okay. And he just backs up and goes to sit down. So. That's it, exactly. Sorry, Bernie. He thinks you're there for like some kind of sleepover or something because you're all in pajamas. Did you all do each other's nails and hair? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Did you all make yourselves pretty? Can I, can I say that in, in the wake of this global recession, I appreciate that you're being frugal. I wish more people were like you. Oh yeah, thank you, Jeff. Yeah, maybe true? maybe one day you can go to Orlando and disappoint yeah. your daughter by not let's not, to let's Disney not World. spend ourselves into oblivion. Yeah, don't buy two hundred twenty dollars pants because that would be ridiculous. <laughs> Try to get all the free dinners you can. <laughs> yeah, did you get anything free with your pants last night? Uh, I had free drinks all night. Well, there you go, yeah. right there with your seventy five dollars ticket to the event. It was uh, yeah. By the way, <laughs> dude, did you expect any of us to go to that fucking thing? No, I had to give you those things out of obligation. Out of obligation to who? To I had to give out, like, I was supposed to give out ten of those things. Mm. You guys missed out. There was It was awesome. No. No. A there fundraiser was, for somebody else's kid's school? Yeah. There was no, there was no, it was just all hot chicks in, like, very small dresses. All hot moms. Uh, and, like, like hired hot girls that were just there, like, bartenders and waitresses. And, like, there was a chick, like, in an invisible skin-colored dress. I thought she was naked for the first 20 minutes. It was fantastic. It took you 20 minutes to figure it out? I said 20 minutes of scrutiny. It's a pretty good dress. <laughs> All right. We should probably start wrapping this shit up. All right. Are we going to hop dotty today, Bernie? I'm going to hop t- money where my mouth is, right. asshole. And pretty soon burger where my mouth money is. Money where my mouth is, asshole. That sounds <laughs> awful. <laughs> that sounds terrible. All right. I told, I told somebody the other day. I, I was talking to somebody, and I was just talking about my philosophy of life, and I said, like, I was getting too, like, introverted, like, oh, I don't like this. I, like, I only like the stuff that I like. And I realized I, I've done that for, like, two or three years, and now I want to try new things. I said, I just don't want to be a closed-off asshole anymore. <laughs> and then, after I wrote that, I was like, I guess, I'm a, I guess that's a weird way to write that. Wow. I'm a closed-off asshole. It's all, about, it's all about presentation, Jack. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Ta-ta.